Another question is how can we ensure that we spend quality time together as a family during the holidays? What activities or experiences do we want to prioritize? That was a short intro. Well, thank you, Chris. That was very short. Producer Chris. Yes. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. How do you I, do? I, I had all kinds of thoughts running through my brain because I, I'm not a big fan of Christmas music. So I was. I, really? I was, yeah, I was about to attack producer Chris for playing Christmas music. Why don't you like Christmas music? I don't, I don't just, know. There's I so thought it many. was you didn't like Christmas music before Thanksgiving, well, but you don't sure like Christmas true. music even after Thanksgiving. Um, in December, there was a there was an Instagram thing that our church worship team posted the other day. Okay. When do you start listening to Christmas music? Yeah. Hmm. And my comment was December 24th, <laughs> but then I'm super into it. <laughs> so so like, I like it. That I narrow just wa- window. Yes. <laughs> I want 24 hours of awesome like Christmas. Like full-fledged, yeah. not like in the department store yes. starting in October. Yes. And here we are in what? The first week of December, barely? Or, or, what, no, yeah, it's the end, end of November. End of November. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it, this is an okay time. It's early. It's early. It's early. Anyway, what what about for Christmas ornaments? What, oh. Like our little Martin. Or oh, is that an ornament? Oh, that's the it's woody. An ornament. Oh, it's yeah, an ornament. hanging on a tree, oh, just zoomed so in. Cute. I thought that I was just. It. I thought I that was just all. a super blurry picture, and I was like, okay, I guess. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what what's in these days. I know, Maybe right? blurry art was in. That's a Christmas ornament. That yeah. Like, well, those it, of you uh, listening, not watching, are yeah. on our in our in our studio. We have a. TV screen. What, what, as, as we now know, is a Christmas ornament. Car. Image, like a woody surf car. Yeah. yeah. Ornament. That, Thank you. That that's helps. from our tree. We have a bunch of uh, surf. You know I'm a surfer. <laughs> yeah. And and I have a lot of surf type ornaments. And that's as I zoomed so, in on one. Okay. There you go. So, so okay. I'm so confused. <laughs> okay. So it's an ornament from your tree. Because it, he's a it, surfer. I, well, but well, that's a whole different conversation. Is the ornament all fuzzy like that? Or did you just take a really t- I, a bad picture? picture? I think it's the glasses. You need to. Oh, when's the last time you got those with you, Kurt. He's messing with you so it's bad. fuzzy. Anyway, <laughs> as far as decorating, um, I put off decorating until my wife says, Kurt, I need the house. Like she'll decorate the yeah. inside, which again, for me, like the week before Christmas is totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she'll eventually say, Kurt, the, today, tonight. Today's I, the day. You have to put the lights up outside. You have to hang that. And I'm just like, oh, gosh, okay. One year when our <laughs> kids were little, they'll still talk about it. They probably, have, they probably get counseling about it or, 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 or it comes up in counseling. But we had this fake ficus uh-huh, plant, uh-huh. F- fake ficus tree, tree in our house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one year I convinced my wife, let's just decorate the ficus tree. We don't need to. Yeah. Put the lights need, up. Oh, yeah. It, it was. Kids were devastated. D- Doug and Kathy Fields came over our house for something, and Kathy Fields, who's a, uh, they, they for those of you who don't know, they're friends, but they're used to be pastors at our church, or he did. She was devastated, About completely what? devastated that I would decorate a ficus tree and not have a Christmas tree, and not have a Christmas yeah. tree. <laughs> yeah, my ideal is like to carve their decorations very seriously. They do. I want to carve a Christmas tree out of plywood. <laughs> Paint it, decorate it, do all the things, make it, and just have a one-dimensional. I just take it out of the rafters and prop and it against, never have to prop it against the year. wall every year. 
What? It's, art, it's artsy. It's cool. What happened to you? <laughs> Should we unpack know. this in this podcast? <laughs> I'm like the, I'm like the, I'm like the, I'm the like Grinch. the, the Ebenezer Scrooge Grinch. without yeah. the money. I'm mean, yeah, more like the Grinch. Yeah. yeah. I don't think the Grinch had any money. I'm Grinch. I'm the Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're back. All right. So on this, that note. So that's a great, that's a great lead in to what Today. we're going to talk about for the next three episodes. Yes. And apparently... <laughs> We Grace, need to do, I, I, you I need should, to listen to this podcast. Yeah, I need to listen because we're talking all about. Yes. Preparing for the Christmas season. Preparing. Parenting. Our, well, our three episode season is going to be talking about parenting during Christmas time. Yes. We really want to, you know, just dive into the subject as we head into Christmas. How do we do this whole parenting thing? Because there's a lot going on. Stressful time. It's a stressful time. It's a magical time. It's a stressful time. It's everything in between. And so we wanted to spend a little bit of time just focusing on parenting during specifically during the season, which is a really unique season. And I I would say the holiday that is probably the most involved in all aspects of society, whether it's like family, decor, you know, economy. Businesses, all of that stuff. It's super yes. involved. Activities, yes. gatherings, yep. parties. And then you add money. on to all that stress. Go outside, 57-year-old man, and climb this <laughs> three-story tall rickety ladder and reach farther than you should to hang up some Christmas lights. That adds to the stress level. You you can relate to it. You yes. can relate to the need yes. for I'm the speaking, series. I'm speaking on behalf of a friend of mine. Who, just a friend. Just a friend. Yeah. So, okay, Grace. So today... So today we're going to jump in and we're going to talk about preparing, preparing your family. So parenting during the Christmas season, and we're going to kick off this series with the thought of parenting or preparing for yeah. the season. And so um, do you want to just jump in yeah, into our ju- thoughts? Yeah, let's just jump in. And part of the reason we thought this was a good topic is, and this isn't necessarily, this isn't necessarily one of my thoughts per mm-hmm, se, but right. I think one of the stressors mm-hmm depending on how you're wired as a, as a parent, as a person. Um, but one of the stressors of Christmas is like the urgency. Yeah. And, and, and again, I'm talking to myself, right? One of the reasons I stress out hanging, hanging decorations is because I postpone as long as I can. And then there's this urgency mm. of, cause I know I've been married for 32 years. Mm-hmm. I, I know I'm going to, dec- it's coming. Yes. It's coming. I could, I could figure out a way to do it in a less stressful, urgent manner. Right. But I don't. Yeah. And so that it just cranks up the urgency. And I think sometimes maybe for us parents, because life is busy for most parents before you add on the Christmas oh, season. Oh my goodness. Right. Absolutely. Um, and so the topic today is what if we just helped think, a, gave it a little bit more forethought. Yes. To think through what, how can you do a little bit ahead of time? What are some yes. things? That, what are some things to think about as mm-hmm. you enter into the early stages? Because this episode, I mean, what it, it airs in a couple of days, so it'll be like, what, November twenty seventh, twenty eighth, something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we still have a month almost till Christmas. Yeah. So there's some. There's so this is perfect a, timing to yeah, be there, thinking there's about. There's still a this. runway. Yes. So that's Absolutely. What that's what today's all about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'll kick it off. Um, as we're talking about preparation, one of the things I wanted to propose to parents is to take this time if you're listening to this podcast you know and in that space where you're just hearing these words this is the perfect time to just 
embrace the power of preparation. Mm. So this episode is all about preparation, but I think the word prepare can draw, like you were saying, different reactions from people. There are some people who will be like, yes, yes, and yes. They I prepare have, for everything. They prepare for mm-hmm. everything. This is up their alley. They yep. have checklists yep. for what checklists they're going to write. It's checklists on checklists. But for other people, that might be just so stressful because I'm already busy. I'm already stressed. I already have so much going on. If you tell me prepare now for Christmas, all you're doing is adding on to my to-do list and I feel that pressure. Mm. And when you feel pressure, you feel stressed. But what I want to suggest is that preparing for Christmas is not just about having a perfect to-do list Mm. or Preparing a to-do list to make Christmas perfect Right. in this kind of maybe some image of a perfect holiday that might be conjured up when we say prepare for Christmas. So for me, when I think about preparing for Christmas as a parent, it's really not about the image and the lights and the gifts and getting everything into this picture perfect image. And it's not about the standard you need to achieve. You need to prepare so that you could have the perfect standard Christmas image. For me though, I think preparation is so, so important because it's about creating space for us as parents to really think about what's important to us Mm -hmm. during this Christmas season so that you don't miss that thing that is important to you. Right. And so, I mean, here's the thing that I've been thinking about recently that really just shapes how I approach things is that what we value doesn't automatically happen. Right. And that might seem like maybe to some a real obvious statement, but to me it wasn't. To me, it I think subliminally, I just thought we do what we value because doesn't that make sense? Why would we act inconsistent to our values? That right. I wouldn't just assume that we would be doing that. Right. But in reality, if we are not intentional, it is very easy to live a life inconsistent mm-hmm. with our values. Yep. It made it made me think about um, when I was younger. I remember this scene, and it's happened multiple times, and I'm sure people could relate. Where your parents are at the beach, you're at the beach hanging out with your family. You have a station, towels, uh, maybe an umbrella, chair set up, and you go down and the water is warm enough. So you're playing in the water. And I remember like, you know, playing, playing, playing and just like splashing with my younger sister. And then it was like, okay, let's go back to our towels. And I looked up at the shore and I was like, what? It looked completely different. And what I didn't realize within the like the 10 minutes I was playing, the tide had just shifted me down yep. and I was really, really far yep. from my parents. Like mm-hmm. I, I was surprised. I, I thought, oh, maybe I shifted down a little. I got out. I walked a really, really long time. And I was like, where, where are we? <laughs> like how far? And, and it's just an image of, you don't even notice it. It's so subtle, but unless you're intentional about going in the direction or staying in the place you want to be, the tide of Christmas, the tide of all of the things mm. everybody else is doing, yep. the the power of just what's in our culture, yep. of what the culture will say is priority, will just, just, and it won't even be 
aggressive. It'll right. just sweep you along a certain path. Yep. That unless you are you create the space to be intentional about what is important to me during the season, what is important to me as a parent for a family, it'll you'll you'll just go along with the, the current. Um, and so what I the other you know, image that I want to say is, you know, just take some time. If you are already listening to this podcast, kudos to you. That is creating that space. It doesn't have to be long to just think about and maybe talk with your spouse and partner. How do we want to prepare? And I just have one more thought just to really pitch the the power of preparation is someone shared with me. It's like that image of a sling, slingshot because I'm someone that's always busy and always going. And I I find it hard to create space to plan and to right. think because it's like, I'm just going to keep on going and I'm planning as I'm going and you just, and you're just like hamster wheeling. But someone had said, it's like a slingshot. Like you pull that slingshot back. You're slowing down. You're going backwards. You're not going forwards. It feels like, mm. but the more you do that and that can create some tension. But when you let go of that slingshot, you can propel even further. Right. So the idea is to slow down, so that you can go further, faster in a more in a direction that you actually want to be going. So, some questions you can ask, some practical questions in terms of what do we mean by preparing uh, mentally? Maybe with your spouse, just I encourage you to take five, ten minutes. Doesn't have to be all of these questions. You may also have a completely different set of questions, but um, some questions you could ask to prepare and to you and your partner and your husband or wife can prepare for your uh, Christmas season is uh, what values do we want to prioritize as a family during this Christmas season? What are some ways it could be a challenge to uphold these values and how could we mitigate that? Mm. Just spend five minutes yep. just even talking about that. Another question is how can we ensure that we spend quality time together as a family during the holidays? Mm. What activities or experiences do we want to prioritize? It's just pause a couple minutes, just talk about that. What are our expectations for the holiday season and are they realistic? How can we communicate and manage expectations? So between Sam and I, we might say, oh, there is this, these two weeks before Christmas, this and this and this is happening with me at work. So it's going to be a little tense. So what can we do about it? Because I probably won't be able to talk a lot about Christmas then. Should we right. talk about it now? Right. Should we talk about it later? Um, Another question, how can we ensure that we prioritize self-care and rest during the busy holiday season? Are there specific activities we can scale back to reduce stress? Another question, how can we involve our children in the decision-making process for holiday plans? So these are just examples of questions you can be asking as a parenting team. Yep. There could be other questions, but the whole point is not necessarily to ask this specific set of questions, but just to create that space Yep. To be able to just think about what do we want, what do yeah. we value, and not just get swept away That's by so the current. Good. That's so good. Producer Chris. Yes, sir. Grace is pretty smart. She's amazing. <laughs> she is. Why, why am I here? She's brilliant. <laughs> what? She said so much, I got like two little bullet points. <laughs> 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 but one one of my thoughts, Grace, that's I mean, you're sitting there talking, I'm going, yeah, yeah, wow, yes. Good night. Yep. Good yep. night. Well, because it goes it goes back to our whole premise for our podcast, mm. right? When it comes to parenting intentionality yes, and hardly anything good happens by accident. Right. right. So the, the more intentional you are, the more likely you are to kind of raise the kids that you hope to raise. Right. There's no guarantees. Yeah. Whatever your thoughts about Christmas, the type of Christmas you want to have as a family, 
the more intentional you are, it doesn't guarantee that you're going to hit the bullseye, Yes. but you probably have a better shot Mm -hmm. when you plan ahead, you're intentional. And everything you were talking about was just intentionality, 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 intentionality. Um, I I would, I will add to that, um, that be intentional, but embrace the mess ups Mm -hmm. and, um, years ago, focus on the family, which is this massive, they were maybe not as massive as they used to be, but this huge ministry all around helping families, parents, families, they did a survey where they surveyed people probably a little bit younger than all of us, but like, what were your best family memories growing up? Mm. And the runaway winner was camping and road trips. The runaway winner. So so it wasn't the luxury resort. It wasn't, it was camping and road trips. And then they followed that up with like, well, explain that. And it was because something always went wrong Mm. and we had to overcome it as a family. Mm -hmm. So it was like, remember that year we went camping and we Mm. didn't have, it snowed and we didn't have snow clothes because it wasn't supposed to snow. Or remember the year that our car broke down 15 times on the way to Yosemite (laughs) and every single time we had to, and dad had to take the bike off the bike rack and ride it to go get gas. And, And they had these like logged into their mind these memories at the time, maybe not so awesome, Mm -hmm. but in hindsight, that's like, Oh, those are our favorite family memories. Mm -hmm. And so as you prepare for Christmas, parents be intentional, like Mm -hmm. everything Grace just talked about. Yes. That will help you maybe a little bit more, more, um, realistically have the Christmas that you imagine Mm -hmm. with your family, but stuff goes wrong. Mm -hmm. You're right. The ham gets burnt or, mm-hmm. you know, the, the in-laws say weird things. My in-laws never say weird things. <laughs> I don't know just why. I, I don't know where for that For the came. record. That, for that the just, record. That was just an example. <laughs> Generic in-laws. Yes. Generic in-laws. Right? And it, things go wrong. Your your kids aren't as, they're not as thankful as you yeah. think they should be mm-hmm. about the gifts and all, whatever it is. Right? Right. That's Okay. It's okay. Oftentimes the best memories are, are forged out of the, the, the things that go a little bit haywire mm-hmm. in the moment. Um, I love that. My, 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 my first real thought, that was just kind of a freestyle off of everything awesome you were saying. But what I, what I logged in my mind and what I wrote down on my phone is it's such a cliche. It's such a cliche. But as you prepare for Christmas, remember the reason for the season. Mm, just, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. like, it's not remember the reason for the day. Mm-hmm. Christmas, sometimes mm-hmm. we just on Christmas day, we pause to remember the, the birth of Christ. Right. But, you know, we've, and, and part of it's, you know, our commercialized culture and everything, but we've create, we've created a season yes. around Christmas. And man, as we get caught up in the chaos of all of that, if you can just parents just remind yourselves and your kids and your spouse, okay, this is all about the birth of Jesus. Mm-hmm. This is all about spending time as a family celebrating that. That might help. Maybe it might help kind of rein in some of those expectations. Right. Maybe, maybe all these expectations aren't quite as important or if things go wrong, it's okay because the reason for the season isn't perfect gifts. Right. The reason yeah. for the season isn't the perfect meal. The reason for the season isn't, you know, what fill in your blank. But if we can just kind of remember the reason for the season, I think that'll help that most important part not get lost in all yes. the, in, in all the chaos. So exactly. some, sometimes we've heard something a million times and it just becomes white noise. Mm-hmm. Reason for the, Jesus is the reason for the season. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to buy my toys for my kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I'll think about Jesus being the reason for the season when I get to my Christmas Eve church service at midnight. Mm -hmm. And the reason I go to the Christmas Eve service at midnight isn't because that's when I really can focus in on Jesus. It's because I don't have time mm -hmm. until midnight to right. make my way yeah. to the Christmas Eve service. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. And it just becomes another part of this crazy chaotic loop. So if we can maybe almost a month before Christmas, so I'm going to remind myself, remind myself what yeah. this is all about, what this is all about. That might help. And you know, what is powerful about that is it's often those cliche things, the things that people tune out uh, to because they've heard it so much that actually is the most profound impact on your life in a yeah. beneficial way. It's just that we don't do it. Right. You know, it's like those things, it's a cliche for a reason. Stop and smell the roses is a, yeah. I don't know. What is that? The, the phrase for a reason. And if we could actually yes. do it, yes. your life as a parent for your family would actually be so much better. Yes. It's just because I think that the downside is because we have access to so many good resources. Right. And, you know, we hear so many, we're fed so many good things yep. that it's just easy to be like, if I heard it, that's the same as living it. Right. And it's not. Yes. And so if we yep. can just make that pitch, yep. Good. take this time and lean into that. Um, another thing, just one, I only had one other thing for parents as they think about, okay, Christmas is coming up. How can I prepare? We talked about, you know, our mindset and, and really just leaning into what's really important and not getting caught up. But the other thought that I had was to look at um, your traditions and to lean into the treasure of traditions, trying mm -hmm. to do a, a little, a, um, alliteration. alliteration. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> the treasure of hey. tradition. It's the a, power that, of preparation. That's a total. That's a, like that's like a double alliteration because it's the first two letters. Oh, tra tra treasure tra tradition. Yeah. I mean, that, you're, you're, it's like if this is that's like a double ding 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 ding. Yeah. I know. Um, so this is something that research does show that traditions and these rituals in families really play a, a really critical and crucial role in shaping the emotional well-being of individuals and yeah. families. So they've done a lot of different studies be on traditions that it, it seems like traditions act as a source of stability. Hmm. Like that's the role that it could play in many times in yeah. terms of the benefit yeah. emotionally and psychologically. It creates a source of stability, connection, it cr creates a sense of like identity yep. um, and a belonging within a family unit. And all of those things are um, can contribute to emotional security. Children who grow up with consistent family traditions and rituals show there are some studies that show that they tend to experience higher levels of emotional security. Hmm. And that could be because maybe traditions provide a sense of like predictable structure right. and right. routine and yep. a sense of safe, safety and stability. Yep. And those are all things that have been shown to be important for right. child development. There's also positive associations, you know, that that can contribute to children as they grow up having positive, warm memories with family um, in their in their life and and mm. their bonding and that mm. they can take that with them as they become adults and so that's just another thing that I wanted to say is if parents are thinking about okay how can I prepare is to look at what traditions do you have yeah what traditions do you want to continue to do um, or maybe it's well we don't really have that many traditions 
And maybe it's asking around, what tra- yep. asking friends, what traditions do you have? And you could experiment, you could test certain things out. Um, I will, I will say, make sure as you do this though, don't fall into the trap of comparing your traditions. The with- trap of traditions. Oh, that's, that's trap. a trap. That's a triple that T-R-A. allows you to. Yeah. That's T R A. The trap of traditions. Trap yeah. of. <laughs> Is there a word, T word for comparing? Trap of, tra- anyway. Tra- no. Terrible. Uh, no, Terrible no. comparison traditions, <laughs> anyway. Um, because again, back to what you were saying earlier too, Kurt, this is not about performance. Like pre- preparation and really getting the meaning out of right. Christmas is not about like, oh no, now Kurt and Grace and Chris said, I need to have the perfect tradition. It's not that. I mean, I will tell you, our family has tried certain traditions that we thought were a really great idea and they just were a bust. Like one of them I heard from someone, they said, we wrap baby Jesus and it's the last gift under the tree. And at the end of all the gift wrap opening, we open up baby Jesus and say, this is the best gift of all. And we're like, it's just like kind of like ritual. And I was like, that sounds cute. Let's do it. And we tried it once. And then it was like, just was a dead. It didn't work for but, us, but, and that's but, okay. But for some families, that would be an awesome tradition. And the, and it sounds awesome yeah. to me, you yeah. know. And so, um, and then also too, I think like it doesn't have to be always consistent too. In in the way that um, it's not picture perfect. Like growing up as a pastor's kid, like Christmas seasons just changed all the time depending on when the Christmas services were and if it's Christmas morning or if it's Christmas evening. And our family, I think being immigrant um, parents, like we never did Santa. So we just always, me and my sister, we just always knew that that person at church wearing the Santa suit was fake. <laughs> like right, we just, right. yeah, you weren't. there was never like a, a Santa gift from Santa. Like right. we just had gifts real, mostly from church members. And like my dad would take out his, you know, big video camera, put it on a tripod and we would open up presents in front of the video camera, sing a hymn. And then that was it. But we had so much fun. Like yeah. I just remember it being so much fun, even if for our family, we didn't have Santa. Right. right? And so to other families, like Santa is a big deal or yeah. that, mad mystery that magic leaving out the cookies but again you don't have to compare it's really not it doesn't have to be some high standards the point of this is connecting with your family it's just creating a space where you're having fun together and so not to lose that inside of the traditions or give yourself too much pressure that's awesome yeah that's good well yes and yes and yes to traditions you know what's interesting producer chris and grace i just had like this legit epiphany of why I think I don't want to decorate early. Oh, you're sitting there talking about traditions. I'm yeah. listening, and I suddenly had this boom. My mom. Okay. When while we were growing up, my mom used to talk all the time about how her tradition as a kid, her and her two brothers and their parents, they would go on Christmas Eve. Okay. To get a Christmas tree. And decorate it together. Oh, wow. That was a Christmas Eve tradition. And I always just, as you were talking, I'm going, oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. I suddenly remember thinking how cool that. When I was a kid, I remember thinking, that's awesome, going mm-hmm. and picking out your tree on Christmas Eve. It's the excitement it, and yeah. the thrill. And, and maybe yeah. that's why in my mind, I'm like, let's just wait till Christmas yeah. Eve. Yeah, like, it doesn't happen We can, right make, we can do all this on Christmas Eve and it would be right. awesome and wonderful. Ah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask Rachel. I'm gonna tell Rachel we should reintroduce that tradition. You're right, right, right. You guys could have that <laughs> uh, conversation. You may get denied. I might. But yeah, um, like well, that. here's here's my thoughts. Because honestly, yeah, I, I'm. We didn't compare notes. My, I'm like, yep, traditions. 
Here's what I would add to that is parents, whether you know it or not, you are creating Christmas traditions. Mm -hmm. You are. Mm -hmm. um, and so let's create ones that we want to create or, you know, let's pay attention to the little things we do that our kids love yeah. and turn that into a, tr into a tradition. Yeah. Right? Like maybe you're, you're, you, you realize my kids loved that one year we made homemade cinnamon rolls. Right. Okay, well, then make homemade cinnamon rolls every year. Mm -hmm. Because that kind of becomes this tradition. It's just this easy tradition. Yeah. Um, but you're you're forming traditions, mm -hmm. and some of those traditions may not be super healthy, right, right, or appropriate, right. So my mind goes to parents. You 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 can't control everything, but maybe you have a choice to. Is the tradition that your kids remember always? Yeah, my parents were so stressed out. Mm. Like Christmas season was just, my mom was always frantic. She was, the, the two days leading to Christmas was like total chaos. And I remember my parents would, like some of the worst fights my parents ever got into were like two, the day before Christmas went all the mm. crazy. Yeah. Well, that, if that happens regularly, that's a tradition yeah. that you've just embedded into your kid's mind, right. right? Or the tradition of, yeah, you know, my dad, all all he cared about was getting the Christmas tree lights perfectly aligned. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When I was in college, I lived with this family. This family let me live with them for free. And the dad was a business owner and they lived in a super nice part of town. And I just, they went to our church and they gave me a room to live in for free. So oh, I was, nice. it was great. Yeah. And one year he said, Hey Kurt, your job's to hang the Christmas lights. All right. So he went out there with me and he made me this huge house. Okay. And every individual light had to have a staple on each side of the light. Oh. So the light was perfectly oh. straight. This is another reason. Perfectly we're uncovering. That is another this reason. This is yeah. another. We're uncovering oh. Kurt's Grace. resistance make you to Christmas. You're right. <laughs> You're right. That's another wow. reason. Should you be laying right? down right now? So, so, <laughs> yes. I'm about, I'm about 30 seconds away from starting to cry. Um, but, but like the tradition of, right. well, all I remember is my dad insisted the Christmas lights be perfect. Right. Is that the tradition we want to create? Right. Right. Versus versus my mom made cinnamon rolls every every year and it was awesome. Yeah. Or we 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 wrapped Jesus and he was the last gift we opened. Yeah. Right. I mean, like okay, that's awesome. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. That's, that's fine. I'm not gonna what what the best traditions yeah. are the traditions that your kids and your family resonate with. Exactly. And it can be. Buying the Christmas tree on Christmas Eve. There, I suppose there's a family in the world who their kids love stapling the Christmas yeah. lights perfectly straight, right? Like right. Maybe that, okay. some joy, yeah. yeah that's, that's the tradition is, is like taking pride in your decorations. Right. Uh, you know, whatever the tradition, maybe our We're tradition just is. A movie. Our tradition is everybody, the grownups, our, our, our adult kids, they all still come over on Christmas morning. Yeah. Or not, they, not on Christmas morning anymore now, now that they're married. But stockings for us are a big deal. Oh, yeah. We're all about the stockings. Oh, and that's fine. so much so that when the kids got married, they're like, um, we're moving out, but you're, st you're, you're still st giving me a stocking. I still get a stocking. <laughs> and Rachel and I are like, oh, yes, we are. Oh, that's so <laughs> yes, sweet. Yes, so they come over at two o'clock on Christmas and there's a stocking for There's them, like, right? where's our stocking? So it's just, it's just whatever yeah. they are. You are creating traditions, whether you know it or not, 
So maybe be intentional about creating the traditions that you think you, you hope to create mm. within your family. That's well, good. everybody, that is episode one yes. of Parenting Through the Christmas Season. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, please share this podcast with your friends. This little podcast is picking up steam. We're like the little engine that could. <laughs> Chris, producer Chris, thank you for that mm-hmm. for that play out. Mm-hmm. You can like, you can subscribe, and we oh, got to yeah. make sure if you're watching, I'm holding this up, but if you're listening, at, in the show notes, or yep. if you go to Saddleback or on, to onpurposeparents.com, we have created, Chris has created, producer Chris has created it's this great. really cool Advent journey yes. with your family. And Advent is in just a few days. Yeah, Advent starts. starts in a few days. So if you would like to do a little Advent exercise, an Advent, an Advent journey mm-hmm. with your family, in the show notes, you can download it. You can go to onpurposeparents.com and download it. And it's just a little gift from producer Chris Thank to all so of much, you. Thank you so much, producer Chris. Chris, this is fantastic. It is. I'm excited. Yep. He and said that copy you're holding is mine, so I'm oh, going to take it home. Oh, yeah. gotcha. <laughs> there you go. Everybody, thanks for joining us. We'll see you soon. Bye, everybody. Bye.